Recovery 101, yeah, with your hosts Bruce, Shelley, and Mark. They want to talk with you, joke with you, and tell you the facts. They want to see you in recovery, working those steps. And when you're through, they want to chat with you. Put down the jack in the crack and take a step on back and go to a meeting and keep coming back and then tune to recovery 101.net and when you're through they want to joke with you hey i'm dr drew and you are listening to recovery 101 thank you to courtney for our marvelous recovery 101 jingle recovery 101 does not speak for na oa aa ca ga pa la sla i did la didn't i you did la sla C R R R M M D R A H A P A G A I G A. Isn't that a grocery store? Isn't that a golf association? No, that'd be P G A. Oh, I thought maybe it was the International Golf Association. No, Instant Gratification Anonymous. Sweet. I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) I'll buy that now. Uh, Paranoia Anonymous. They changed the meeting location, but they won't tell me where where it is. is, Uh, Matter of fact, we don't speak for any of those guys. Everything we say on this program is strictly the opinion of the hosts. For what that is worth. Yeah, which really doesn't save most anybody for anything on here. Uh, Welcome to Recovery 101. My name is Bruce B. As always with... Shelly. And Mark. Sweet. So, Shelly, are you manic? Not really. No. Just but you went to church. I went to choir rehearsal. I'm I'm content at the moment and a little bit up. Yeah, she seems pretty level. I got to take a quick moment to give a shout out. Okay. To whom? Today is the one year anniversary of my brother's death. So I'm going to give a shout out to my brother Andy, who is up there, uh, who's hopefully up there. Who is uh, watching us uh, do this show? Well, you never know. I mean, I I don't have that great a chance of going up there either. Uh, <laughs> He's wherever you're going to end up. Huh? <laughs> yeah, he might be. He he may be holding a, he might be holding the spot for me. Uh, gotta, but anyway, I want to give you. a shout out to him. You know what? Uh, we didn't always agree on everything in life, like the way typical brothers are. But uh, was not good timing for him to go so young. So shout out to Andy. Okay. Okay. Shout out. Yeah, I think it was probably a sad day for my parents. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what that means. What? What? Well, it's time for the boozy news and the news not fit for booze. <laughs> I started to do the doo and I had like a piece of chocolate chunk cookie that I almost expectorated clear across yeah. the room. Yeah, your first doo has has little had a little tea yeah, to it. Yeah, a little toot, toot. Toot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's see. Where are we now? We're shouting out the Rat Pack. Laguna, California? Oh, no. Yeah, we are. No, Rat Pack. Yeah, we yeah. We all have names. So did, so yeah. did uh, Mickey, Sammy, Minnie. Frank, and oh. uh, Joey, and, and Dean. And Peter. And Peter. All right, well, at any rate. Do you know who Peter was? Simon. 
Do you know who Peter was? Theodore. I'm asking. I'm asking the Rat Pack. I'm not the Rat Pack. I'm asking you about the Rat Pack. Do you know who Peter was? See, I knew who Peter was. Okay, I'd rather be Simon from the Chipmunks. Peter Lawford. Yep. All right, what's got there, Sally? Yeah, let's get on to. We are going to Jackson Township, Ohio. I love. You know what? I love the township thing. When we went to Ohio and visited her family, it was like Montgomery Township, and I'm like, No, that was Hamilton Township. Montgomery is in Hamilton Township. Okay. okay, whatever. It was good. I like those little towns like that. Okay. At any rate, uh, two-year-old Carl Prusser Jr. was arrested for drunk driving. Well, he could have been. Uh, he and his parents went to a Japanese steakhouse, uh, hibachi-style restaurant. And the cook rep- makes the meal in the ta- you know in front of the guests yep. at the table, like a uh, tapen. Yeah, what, what's, what's the, the one? Uh, Benihana. Benihana. Yeah, like Benihana kind of thing. Um, during the meal, the cook the, or the chef, whatever, whatever, would go around the table and offering guests a squirt of sake. It's like a little tradition. They, he squirts a little bit of sake in your mouth, right? Um, I, I hope that was sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a little. It's I've seen it. It's all like a bottle, and um, so he joked. You know, at one point he joked with uh, the little boys. Mother and said, "Oh, he's old enough for a drink, right?" And, she's, and everybody's laughing and everything. Uh, well, a few minutes later, he asked the boy how old he was, and the boy said he was twenty-one. And well, then. the chef squirted a bunch of sake in the two-year-old's mouth. Two-year-old lied about his age. <laughs> Apparently, it's not the sake. That's the first That's time of many. Yeah. Um, he started crying. He said that his mouth was on fire. Um. His parents immediately gave him something else to drink. Meanwhile, the chef packed up his knives and fled the restaurant. And the police are investigating. That kid's going to learn to enjoy that feeling. Yeah, he is. Yeah, my <laughs> mouth was burning, but I felt pretty good for the rest of the meal. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of happy. Um, let's see. In Los Angeles, California, <clears throat> or that's where the story comes a from. A hop, skip, and a jump. Uh, that's where the story comes from, but the story is actually everywhere. It's omnipresent. Facebook, Occupy. Facebook has finally admitted to there being a serious hack that exploited some of their web browser, some web browsers, and was responsible for a flood of porn, I violent 100% images. percent missed it. Violent images and graphic content that was spread over the site over the last two days. And let me tell you, I saw some of that stuff, and it was nasty. I mean, it was, and, and I'm not a prude, and I've seen my fair share of, you know, of woohoo kind of pictures, but this stuff was horrible. That, that it, I, I, uh, I, I, my daughter just walked up in like the strangest getup. Yeah, right actually. in the middle of recording. Yeah, but she's wearing what I hope she wasn't wearing at school. A T-shirt and boxer shorts, which beg, which begs the question. And complaining of being cold. Where are Why is clothes? she wearing it now? And where's the clothes she was wearing? At your mom? Oh, you already came home. Oh. Okay, never mind. Okay. So back. Meanwhile, yeah. back at the ranch. At any rate, like I was saying, I've seen my fair share of, of you know, porn I didn't images. See one single thing. And this stuff. That was coming through my news feed the last couple of days was absolutely abhorrent. I mean, it was disgusting. I did have a couple people say, I'm sorry, I didn't send out that picture if you got it. But I never saw, I don't know what it was, I never saw a single image. Me either. 
You're not you on have, Facebook. You don't have a Facebook, so. Well, yeah, I know. But I have one, and I got a z- gazillion friends. I mean, there should be. I should have seen tons of it. Well, apparently the hackers were, the, whoever this hacker is, there. some people think it was uh, the people that were in the group Anonymous because they announced a while back that they were going to make November 5th kill Facebook Day. So, and that day came and went and nothing happened, so they think maybe they just got delayed by a couple of weeks. Facebook says they know who's doing it and they're going to per- prosecute them or persecute them, either way. But they have not, you know, given any details. Um, Those guys are the guys, actually. Anonymous is a quite the hacking group. Hi, my yeah. name's Bob, and I'm a hacker. <laughs> Bye, Bob. Well, apparently 600,000 accounts were hacked into and used for this purpose. Apparently, mine was days. not one of them. Apparently not. Mine, mine neither. Mine neither. 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 Yeah. Neither. Yeah. Um, in Santa Monica, California. That's a hop, skip, and a jump as well. The pilot who buzzed the Santa Monica Pier in a mili- Soviet military jet beautiful, has been sentenced to jail for 60 Ooh. days. Okay. A, where did he get the Soviet military jet? It was a decommissioned plane that he bought from someone. And I heard they had a fire sale on those things. You could buy yeah. like some $22 million MiG for like... He was flying sixteen thousand or something. He was flying a nineteen seventy three Aero It's easy for you to say. You know what? I got to tell you, she never quite got it out, but I could hear the Russian accent coming there. Something or other. Could you? What? Do that at night sometime. Wow. Ivana. <laughs> I find a hump a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, video captured him buzzing the pier at 350 miles per hour. Ooh. That was pretty fast. Yeah, a lot of people didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, we have an update to the, remember the beagle that... that imagine the drunk on the pier. Jet goes by, he's like, what was that? Uh, do you remember last week when we had the story about the dog who survived the gas chamber? Yes. 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 He has been adopted. Uh, he is going to go and live with a family in New Auschwitz. Jersey, in Nutley, New Jersey. Nutley. Nutley, New Jersey. Natley. 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 Um, he will be one of five dogs, and they they're all getting along just fine. So he had a happy ending. All those dogs want to hang out with him. Yeah, really. He's the miracle dog. They're like, hey. Um, in Kendall County, Illinois. An Illinois man was convinced that his new iPhone only worked when he called 911. After the fifth call, they arrested him. His first call, he called to ask, why is my iPhone not working? The dispatcher tried to convince him to find another solution that, you know, the 911 is not where you call for this problem, blah, blah, blah. 611. Uh, And he said, well, this has something to do with Apple. I don't know what. It's six then one one. The second call, they asked him if he had an emergency, and he said, "Yes, I do. My emergency is that my effing phone won't work." He thinks he's calling six one one. Okay, after for sure. He now used up his first polite warning, so the dispatcher tried to determine his address. To which he replied, "One zero blah 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 blah." Okay, do you understand that? After he made his third and fourth call, the dispatcher asked him if he would, if they could send a police officer to his house to help him. And he said, 
he refused, saying, he can't help me. And the dispatcher said, how do you know? And Skopik said, because he'll shoot me with a gun. The dispatcher then asked him, have you been drinking tonight? Yeah. <laughs> to which he replied, no, I'm just not very smart. <laughs> you so can't after fix they picked stupid. him up, yeah, so what was they his finally, blood alcohol level? Uh, it doesn't say. Uh, they did say earlier in the story that he was, he was slurring his words. Um, Imagine they charged that. him with obstructing or resisting a peace officer. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, and here's a little PSA for you guys. You know, we have a lot of stories. Well, not a lot, but occasionally we have a story about, you know, some guy who wants to get jiggy with a, a sheep or a cow or a pig or something. It's time for a public service announcement. New research shows that having sex with an animal could increase a man's risk for penile cancer. So I want to know how you they know what, though? that. You know what, though? The guy's got bigger problems. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, and where where did they get enough people yeah. to study? Yeah. If you're looking for a date at the animal shelter, you might have some bigger problems yeah. than that. You might be a redneck. <laughs> you might be a redneck. Uh, the study was done by a group of urologists in Sao Paulo, Paulo, whatever, Brazil. St. Paul, Brazil. Um, Paulo. <laughs> they used questionnaires to study 492 men from the rural area. Wow. They found that 35% of the study participants who regularly had sex with animals had a 31.6... A 31... <laughs> a 31.6% greater chance of having penile cancer. How about vaginal cancer? Let's, it doesn't say anything about cervical that. cervical cancer let's, or something. Let's, let's think about this for a second. Okay. <laughs> About a third of the Victoria's Secret models are from Brazil. Yeah. Very nice-looking women in Brazil. Yeah. What are these guys thinking? Well, Brazil is where a lot of the... They're banging Martha the Mule. Yeah. Yeah. The really sad thing is, in Brazil, apparently, the banging of the dogs and horses by women is fairly popular as well. It must not be illegal there because, A, they're, they're testing it like it's an everyday thing. The, hey, we got a hold of these guys that bang more sheep than normal to that, see. <laughs> that, guy, that guy with the Great Dane, Christy Brinkley, should have moved there. Oh, my God. Oh, clearly. He'd have been fine. All right. You know what? What? It gives a whole new, it gives a whole new meaning to the Dr. Seuss book, Fox and Socks. Oh, Hop on pop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in Mount... Uh, speaking of animals... <laughs> oh, crap. No. Okay, in Mount Holly, New Jersey, a former police officer who is, was accused of having a moonlight tryst with a group of cows will not be facing animal cruelty charges after all. Because the cows enjoyed it? No, because and this the cows be, didn't actually know it was happening. No, and considering that this is, you know, keep in mind, this they were, is New they Jersey. They were they were in the mood. They were <laughs> considering this was New Jersey. This really doesn't surprise me at all. But bestiality is not a crime in New Jersey. And they didn't even. Yeah, let me tell you, the cows they didn't even know it happened. In fact, I think in New Jersey, probably bestiality is like you know a good Wednesday. I don't know. You can send your mail <laughs> to Shelley. <laughs> Hey. Then again, that's seen some of the women in New Jersey. At gmail.com. You can send your mail to Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are so getting in trouble now. You guys are. You reported the. You let somebody send you all these news stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, who sent that? 
These came from Sarah. Uh, the Mount Holly one? I don't know. That might have been Robert. Okay. Sir, Sarah was researching bestiality studies yeah. online. Oh, I have this all in my newsfeed on Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Wow. In Derbyshire, UK. Uck. Uck. Derbyshire. It might be pronounced Derbyshire. I'm sure it's Derbyshire. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's um, Derbyshire. At any rate, sure? uh, 19, sure. 19 Britons wanted on various, what did they call it, acquisitive crimes. In other words, they were thieves. I was, I'm glad um, it wasn't equine, equi- <laughs> equine, equine crimes. Yeah, acquisitive Another crimes. Another one of the stories. Uh, have finally, they've had arrest warrants out, but have been finally jailed because they responded to uh, what the, a police sting. What the police did was they posed as a marketing firm and invited them to call the company in exchange for a free case of beer. The free beer gets them every time. Free beer and Yankee tickets. Delivered free beer, no less. They said, what is your address? We will deliver your case of beer. Thank you for participating in our survey. Wow. And then they went and hooked them up. I love the one they did in Oregon one time where they said, we're, we're going to, we're going to uh, what do they call it when someone is determining the, the price of, a, of something? I don't know. Like you're determining the price of an antique or something. What do they call that? Evaluation? Appraisal. Appraisal. Oh, appraisal. Yeah, they were going to appraise your weed for you. <laughs> we'll, we'll help you by appraising your, your weed. Thanks. And all these guys brought in their weed to be appraised. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay, I got one more. This is the last story, so let's just do it. Let's, let's do, it. do it. That's like a Nike commercial. Just do it. Um, there is a new television show coming out on the TLC channel, the Learning Channel. It's been picked up for 12 episodes, and I think it sounds pretty good. The entire show focuses on what help uh, letting you watch what happens during a DUI arrest. That oh, should be full, uh, freaking oh. hilarious. Yeah, there's going to be some good ones on that. Yeah, oh. it's going to be uh, the show debuts December first at nine p.m. So if, you, if you've got the TLC channel, the Learning Channel, then, then it's sit major, down and major fail. <laughs> really, it doesn't say what it's called. Actually, you ever seen the one? I mean, it's. You know, I've seen lots of YouTube. You guys probably haven't seen as much as me, but you've probably seen this guy. This guy goes to get his license out to give the guy, and he leans forward too far, and this kind of heavy-set white guy just goes head first into the wall, puts his head through part of the wall, and he's just like, oh. No, we haven't seen that one. Apparently, you haven't seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it I'm watching you watch it. If you can watch the ultimate compilation of drunks, they do this song called Beer, Beer, Beer. Yeah, that one's pretty You're gonna funny. have some beer, 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 beer. And they show this guy hit his head like three times off the wall. It is pretty funny. It is pretty funny. And that's the end of the boozy news. Did you even do it? I couldn't even hear you. We were so in sync. Wow. The New Way Foundation Victory House AWARE program is a state-licensed and certified substance abuse treatment provider located in Burbank. The New Way Foundation has a 50-bed residential program for men 18 to 64 years of age without insurance and outpatient programs for both women and men. New Way is a nonprofit foundation that is partially funded by Los Angeles Substance Abuse Prevention and Control under the Public Health Department and provides affordable and effective treatment. For over 40 years, New Way has been located in walking distance from beautiful downtown Burbank, numerous parks, and major transportation lines. 
In comfortable settings, nearly the entire continuum of care is offered by state-registered and certified counselors and interns. Don't wait for an accident, arrest, or overdose to contact us. Help yourself or your loved ones find treatment and the joys of recovery. When your way doesn't work anymore, try the new way. You can reach us at 818-842-9416 or on the Internet at new-way-foundation.com, helping 25,000 people find a new way since 1967. Recovery 101, clean and sober in the radio. Yeah. 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 We were so in sync at the end there with the dudes. We were like a boy band. <coughs> we were. We were just 98 degrees this side of in sync. <laughs> so you have a topic, Mark. After that news story, we were the bestiality boys. Wow, the bestiality boys. <laughs> so you got a right. You I was at a meeting for the right to party. I was, at, I was at a meeting the other night. Really good speaker. I really enjoyed the speaker. Was this the on fire guy? About three years. Just on, on Franco, it, right? baby. Love those guys. And he was really good. I was really enjoying his pitch. He was he was like going through the steps one by one and talking about how they related to him. And I was like really into it. And this was the thing was at a recovery hospital, and there were probably about seventy five, eighty. Was it Monday night? Yes. Oh, there was okay. a room full of people who were in treatment. Okay. And I looked over at the side of the room where all the people in treatment sit, and I saw this large compilation of people just sitting there with their eyes glazed over having no idea what this guy was talking about and it were they the alcoholics well they were just the patients and it dawned on me that a lot of times we we try to introduce newcomers to the steps and they really don't get it and I thought about it on the drive home and I thought you know there's really only three things that a newcomer needs to know. One is don't drink and use no matter what. Number two is call your sponsor. And number three is do what your sponsor tells you to do. Okay. And I was thinking about all the things when I first came in the program, I didn't have to know about the first step because my sponsor taught me about the first step. All I had to do was call him. Yeah. Same thing with every step along the way. That my sponsor just walked me through those things. I kept thinking, you know, I didn't have to know how to do any of those things. No. And as I looked at the steps, as I looked at the steps, I realized none of them tell me that I have to know how to do anything. They all tell me that we do these things. And I was just thinking about as a sponsor goes. I called my sponsor all the time when I first came in. I still talk to him frequently, but I called him all the time. And and he gave me direction all the time. And the reason I thought about that was because today I have guys that I sponsor. Actually, not really any of them right now because they don't call very often. And... Most people I see, they go back out, 
they didn't take the direction that their sponsor gave them. And I'm just wondering, what's changed if we tried to give them too much? Is there an information overload going on for newcomers, I guess, is the topic. Hmm. Hmm. What do you think, Shelley? I knew you were going to say that. So did I, because he was... Oh, that's how I, I could tell you knew that, because your wheels were turning. You've been thinking about it the whole time. Drop some pearls of wisdom on us. I don't know about pearls of wisdom. Um, I don't know. One thing that I, I, I remember from when I was a kid and, you know, watching people in the AA rooms is that there was a lot more um, one-on-one sort of thing going on. It... You know, we go to meetings now. Everybody goes to the meeting. We sit there. We talk. Blah 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 blah. We leave, and nobody. There's not a lot of um, one-on-one interaction that I see going on. You know, maybe there is at other times, but before and during and after the meeting, in that little microcosm of, or not, that's not the word I'm looking for, that little amount of time, there's not a lot of connection. It used to be, you know, it was each one teach one. Yeah, was was the basic philosophy you and and exactly, and the way you stayed sober was to help another alcoholic, and there are an awful lot of people I see that have some time that could be helping other alcoholics and they're not. So then there are a lot of people just sitting there twisting in the wind, and they are getting information overload because there's nobody there to tell them what the information means, to show them in the book this is where it is in the book and this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember going to my sponsor with things, and I'm trying to, because there was a frequent thing he told me, and I know I've never, I thought about because I've never told a sponsee this, and my sponsor used to tell it to me all the time. He used to say, you don't need to worry about that right now. Oh, yeah, my sponsor told me that too. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to worry about that right now. You know, it's like, and now we try to give them all this information on how to do it because we did it, but we're trying to tell guys with 40 days of sobriety stuff that we did at two and three years you know well see that but that's not what i do though yeah i start them off small because they can only handle like i mean bruce you do the whole thing call me every day for a week i mean that's the first thing he tells them because that's well the funny thing is when you look back back in the day at the very beginning they had guys that were through their steps in a week you know, the original guys, they all blasted right through them, like, really, really fast. And like me, I do that because of so many people that just fall out on, they can't, they're so new and they're so, they can't even call every day for a week. It's like, really? I don't think you're really ready to do the kind of work I'm going to give you if you can't even call me every day. Um, I, I see what you're talking about, though, like uh, when you were talking about the, the person sharing. That's the perfect kind of pitch to talk to people that are already got some time going on. Yeah. It's kind of like when you go speak to a group and it's all newcomers. You can see, when you're telling war story, you can see all the identification. They are all over it. They're like, oh my God, this guy's just like me. And and then I've seen guys that, that do that where you'll go to a recovery hospital or something or you know there's some recovery, uh, home groups that are in the meet and they do a lot of war story and then there's a, a, a it's very funny or whatever it gets people all into it and then at the end they kind of wrap it up with you know how how that everything's really good now and a lot of people kind of go oh you didn't talk that much about the steps god it didn't seem like there was that much program in it i think that people 
kind of cater their shares. You know, I, I spoke at a meeting where that recently. Yeah, I was there the week before. Where like everybody in there was twenty years. You yeah. know, and it's like my uh, my what it used to be like was well, we all know what it used to be like. I told one story, I and mean, so I'm just get right into the recovery because yeah. there was you know that's that's where you needed to go. But I I, I I see that that idea of the information overload. I, I've I used to do it more to guys when I was newer, and I, you know, when I had like a couple three years, and I was sponsoring people just like that three year guy with the on fire. Yeah. I just wanted to give them everything I had right now, and just load them up, and they'd be looking at me like, "What the heck are you talking about?" Yeah. You know. Well, you know, and part of that is we've talked about how. The program has changed, and that a lot of the people coming in today aren't ready by what our standards seem to be of being ready. Well, I'm a bleeding deacon. Yeah, you know, but you the question is, the way if, I came in. if the program's changed to a point where people are showing up that clearly need to get clean and sober, but aren't anywhere near where we know we were when we needed to get clean and sober, do we need to adjust ourselves and not overload them with so much information you know and maybe spoon feed them instead of feed them with a fire hose what do you think Shelly I don't know I mean I I don't know that I would adjust the way I do things but I mean I don't I do things the way I was taught to do them Mm -hmm. you know I don't I mean, I can't say that it's not my way of doing things. And I don't think it was my sponsor's way of doing things. Mm-hmm. She was taught by somebody else, and she taught me the way she was taught. So it wasn't – and it's not like I'm I'm doing anything grandly different. I just – I try to stick as close as I possibly can to the book. Mm-hmm. Because when I was new, the one instruction that I knew was a constant, the one thing I had to do was read the book. Mm-hmm. So when all else failed and I started getting, you know, antsy or, or my head was going off in a million directions or whatever, go read the book because mm-hmm. that's what calms you down and gets your head clear. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I try to stick to. You know, interesting because you, you've got five years. Yeah. I'm finally allowed to talk on and, the show. But at, at five years, there's, there's, the there's a relationship to the way the program is today. Whereas I wonder at 26 years... Can I really be of service as a sponsor to a newcomer? Hmm, I don't know. I mean, I would think so, but it. I think it depends. I think we need to find you. I think we need to go like start trolling bars to find one for you. No, well, I need you, a wet one. Yeah, you need you, <laughs> you need know, one that's like crack really houses. Desperate. Start trolling crack houses. Yeah, you need one that's really desperate. I think I. You know what though? I I see where you're going with that. I remember. When I was very new, and I was at Impact House on one of my two stays at Impact, and I remember um, they were given chips, and it was one of the first times I really remember. I mean, I, I'd seen chips given before, but I really remembered this one night because I'm a bunch of these guys were like taking thirty and sixty and ninety days, and I was like, just like wow. And I remember a guy took a year, and I'm like, that is absolutely amazing. This guy got a year. I can't, man, this guy to me, this guy was the shit. I mean, this guy mm-hmm. was the guy. And another guy look, took like 24 years or 28 years or something. I was like, eh, you know, A, I knew he was lying. 
You know, yeah. I, I, you can't get 28 years, but the guy with the gear was really impressive to me. And I and I was like, I really want to know how that guy did that. It's kind of like the newcomer now looking at you with 22 years is kind of like us trying to picture what the national debt looks like. It's too big. To the person who has 30 days, 22 years is too big. Bound it's chicken, incon- bound, it's bound. inconceivable. Yeah. I know. I agree with you. So then, Shelly. What? What would, your, what would your final thoughts on information overload be? I knew it was coming. Um, I like the thing you know that Mark mentioned and that my sponsor told me, which was you don't have to worry about that right now. She would say that right alongside the you're right where you're supposed to be, which always ticked me off. <laughs> because I was flipping miserable. <clears throat> I'm like, great. I'm supposed to be miserable. Well, yes. Apparently, right now you are. Um, yeah, I just, I think that I, I, I am a big believer in getting into the steps and doing the work. Mm-hmm. However, I also think that you have to make sure that you're not outpacing the person that you're with. I mean, that'll push them out the door as much as anything else. Because if they, if I know that when I get overwhelmed by things, I shut down. I get completely overwhelmed. I can't focus on any one thing. It just seems like it's too much. Or too big, it's too big of a problem, and you know that a lot of newcomers they go and they hear about in the in the meetings they hear about all the you know doing the work of the program like it's this big huge undertaking, and from the gate they may think oh my gosh there's so much I have to do I'll never be able to do it, and they may shut down. But like one thing I was thinking about when you were talking about the guy that was on fire that was talking the the guy with three years at Mm -hmm. your meeting that was speaking, is that. Although the newcomers may have been kind of shut down in terms of, like, listening to the information, one thing he probably brought to the room was the fact that he's got a passion for the program. He's in a great place in his life. He was sharing a lot of positivity. So they're just looking at the aura of him and thinking, okay, I kind of want to be like that. I kind of want that. And that may make them come back even if they didn't understand or take anything in. I mean – my very first meeting that I ever went to, the candlelight meeting out in Cucamonga that mm-hmm. I went with our friend Dave, he was my witness. Mm-hmm. The only thing I remember from that entire meeting was a woman that said, the only thing I know today is that I need to get my head to the pillow sober. Perfect. That was the only thing I took away from that meeting. That's the only thing I remember. So, but from, you know, it's like the, the parable of mustard seed from a small thing, big things grow. Yeah. Hey, you know what I think about from the first meeting I went to? The only thing I remember about it was my aunt bought me a big book, and a couple guys after the meeting told me, don't drink or use and come to this meeting tomorrow night. I don't remember anything. I mean, everything else in the meeting was just, you know, like I've said before, it was like Charlie Brown's teacher, you know. So my final words, I guess, would be uh, I need to make a concerted effort to... um, be more aware of where a person's head is because you know it's the great thing about it is when you read the steps i mean it's you have to work the program for yourself but there's not a single step that you have to work alone because they're all about we and us true uh my final words on the subject would be that uh uh do it the way your sponsor tells you yeah uh because Everything you hear is going to go against everything you think. And uh, 
you got to remember you're you're coming here because your problem really isn't drugging and drinking. Your problem is thinking. So when you think something's not right, you need to change that attitude. Wow. Shelly. Yes. Who is our friend back east? That would be Bruce. The other white meat. He runs the 12-step gazette at 12stepgazette.com. Dot com. You can, that was an official eye roll. Yes, it was. Um, you can read his fine publication online. You can have it emailed to you, or you can subscribe, and he will send it to you in the post. And you can also inquire about franchise opportunities so that you can bring the 12-step gazette to your little burg. Awesome. Cool. Wow. Mark, do we have any friends online? We do. You can go to intherooms.com. Actually, you can go to recovery101.net, scroll down, hit the Give link. us a little clicky-click. Yep, hit the link, take you right there. You can uh, go to their sort of quasi-Facebook of recovery-type site. You can... Uh, Sarah's having problems over here. Um, you can put up a profile, enter the A of your choice. Um, there are speaker tapes and chat rooms, online meetings. You can go to Friends of Recovery 101 and listen to our show while you search the site, and it is all free. I got a LinkedIn request today from uh, one of the guys from In the Rooms that runs it. Yeah. And I realized as I started uh, this LinkedIn, you know, it's a, it's kind of sort of a, a business Facebook, which yeah, is I really specifically business. You can't post on people's walls and things like that. Yeah, I got right. an invitation once and I deleted it. You know what? There what? is a whole lot of recovery professionals in there. I just uh, got linked up with a guy today that does nothing but does interventions in the entertainment and music community. Perfect. I'm going to mine this guy. I didn't say mind. I said mine. I'm going to mine this guy for possible interview material till the cows come home. His name was Dallas. As in our pick struck gold? Doesn't he, doesn't he just sound like someone that would be in the entertainment? My name's yeah. Dallas. Sounds like a weatherman. Dallas Rains? Yeah. Not so much. I've got like 400 connections on LinkedIn. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I see. It's a, it's a, well, you know, oh, my God. What? I got requested. Oh, my God. What? By someone with the last name of Santa Cruz. <laughs> no, just don't go there. No, I didn't. We can't talk about it on the air. Okay. I'll get sued. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway. Email addresses? Yeah, we've got email addresses. At recovery underscore 101 at hotmail.com, recovery 101 radio at gmail.com. And for the crack staff, that's right, the crack advertising staff, it's recovery 101 radio sales at gmail.com. And if you'd like to advertise with us, you can do it any damn way you please. We've got videos at youtube.com forward slash easy look and youtube.com. YouTube.com forward slash recovery 101 rule 62. Don't take yourself so damn seriously. Yeah, Sarah. Uh, Shelly. Yes. Who be it? Who be the lead out music? It would have to be Kill Devil Rum Club or Sarah will probably brain me if I don't. Wow. Now and again is the song. Oh. KDRC now and again. Everybody and, try and, and again, not that again. <laughs> What I say? Now and again. You know. You know. I got to stop drinking before the show. 
Everybody, try and leave it better than you found it, and be the example. That's all, folks. Well, that was different. Good night. So oh.